Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the CEO briefing. And we are the 16th of September, a uh, couple more weeks before the quarter is over. I have some exciting news about what's happening in the quarter. Thank you for your patience. Uh, we had some delayed content. Again, we will make sure that we start on time in the future. Um, and I'm just making sure that everything is good. Let me start right away with the content, the startup stuff. So this is What is New Gold, uh, your weekly show. And we bring a lot of uh, value to this show, helping you thrive in the world's only vital, scarce, and recession-proof market. So um, as always, we have the Spanish channel in real time. It's really a pleasure to have Heather just do such a great job and provide the Spanish translations. And we hope to add more languages as we go. So um, safe harbor statement. We have um, Okay. What this says is that we believe or anticipate, estimate certain things which may not turn out to be true. And uh, we do our very best to correct these as we go. All right. The reason I'm interrupting myself is that um, I have a video which is still making its way. So um, let's proceed. We've got some press. Now, here's what's cool. Um, Authority Magazine has, uh, is a very uh, cool uh, magazine based on Medium. Back in July 5th of 2020, five things I wish someone had told me before I became the CEO of Origin Clear. That was a good article. These are very in-depth and lengthy. I'll, I'll, sh I'll show you. Well, I'll show you. Um, then just May 24th of this year, um, the three things you need to shake up your industry, which is certainly something we're working on over here. And finally, um, appeared just September 1st, the five things you need to understand in order to successfully invest in cryptocurrency. And Neil and Kimberly Castillo say, hello, and thank you. Thank you for joining. So let me uh, just show you the most recent article here. Here it is, uh, the five things you need to understand in order to successfully invest in cryptocurrency. And um, let me show you the article right here. Here it is. Um, and just to give you a sense of what the thing presents like, uh, you know, the, the main um, homepage of it, it looks kind of like this, right? So um, has just all these cool influencers and it's really an, uh, an honor to be, uh, to have an, a lengthy article on this show, um, on this uh, publication. So let's just see a few of the things that, um, uh, we get rich quick, get rich quick schemes. Um, so a few more things like, uh, well, of course, my great whole thing about my background. And, and this is, uh, you know, the, the book I recommend, which is the innovator's dilemma. Um, and then, uh, mistakes I made, et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, and then it gets into, okay, uh, projects, Clear Aqua, Watercoin for the World, et cetera, um, and so on and so forth. And then what, what are, was our concerns? First of all, big holders can really move the currencies. Um, and so that is still a problem in cryptocurrency. Secondly, uh, attempts to tax crypto, I think, are ultimately dangerous. Um, I think what we've done so far, um, tracking what you hold in exchange, in exchange for taxation. Otherwise, I think we will go underground with a lot of stuff. And finally, these meme coins. Hello. I mean, come on, Dogecoin, that was great. Now we have like 1,200 uh, meme coins and people are making uh, you know, get rich quick stuff happen. So um, those are the three things. Now, myths. Uh, crypto is not real money. Let's get over this. Um, yeah, later in the show, Ken is going to talk to us about um, how a prominent um, Fox business anchor is now in his 60s. He's a very conservative investor, is um, on the board of a cryptocurrency. So that um, is, you know, the well-established cryptos are solid. And of course, we're going to see a raft of digital currencies from governments, and those are, you know, not the real thing for sure. All right. Potential helps society in the future. Well, of course, uh, I'd, I'd like to talk about um, water and, uh, you know, packaging water payments. I've talked to you a lot about this. Um, and here's what's important any commodity, you've got to be able to manage your risk. Right, you got to be able to go. Okay, I'm paying too much over here in Northern California, but maybe I can buy, um, I can offset it with the cost of water in Singapore. Well, you can't do that right now. It's impossible. Um, and so there's an opportunity here. Uh, and and what we're really doing here is is we're hooking into the actual gallons, dollars per gallon. I say gallons. It can be cubic meters, whatever, um, to create eventually a world market. So that is really a very, very important goal. Um, now, uh, environmental challenge of uh, crypto mining, I think that is an overstated problem. I, if anybody has looked at the um, ecological cost and the climate um, uh, fossil fuel cost of um, uh, lithium, oh my gosh, uh, you wouldn't buy a single electric car, but there's a reason why we buy them. And that is because it, is a, it goes in the right direction. And that's the same thing with crypto. Okay. Um, and then a few other cool things. Um, so what are my, what are the five things you need to understand in order to successfully invest? Number one, avoid get rich quick schemes. Yes, I wasted some money myself, not a lot, but it actually burned me and I was, and I was, uh, I stayed out of the market, which was not great. Number two, look for the team behind the crypto. Um, water chain back in 2018, we had a management team, um, but we weren't a team. Just, for some reason, it was a lot of individuals. Uh, so I think the key is, is to uh, really make sure that the proven team continues to work on it, which we now have. Number three, keep it simple. Don't go nuts, right? So um, use currencies that are uh, very strong and reliable, like Ethereum, um, Facebook group, and also my advice, which is what I'm following myself, don't sell. Just hold on. Hold on for dear life. Hodl. So um, 
All right. I also advise people uh, to get a proper hardware wallet, uh, keep good accounts. Don't get advice from that buddy who has a particular coin offering uh, that doesn't work too well. Don't day trade and don't stop investing. All right. Well, I'm not going to, uh, you know, um, spend your time too much on this, but if you search, you know, Authority Magazine, um, Riggs Eckleberry, you will find this and it will be on our website as well. So let's, um, let's turn back to um, where I was. Here we go. And, um, oh, we were in popular science. This is so cool. You know, of course, I, I was always a popular science geek. So to me, uh, it was so great. Well, it's an article about, about uh, half of the world's children live in dangerous climate conditions and how important climate mitigation or reduction of risk is to protect the world's youth. And sure enough, here's where we are being uh, quoted that, you know, we believe that um, children are the canary in the coal mine, meaning they indicate where the stress is happening and um, unchanged number of people without access to safe sanitation. Now, I always wanna say that population has increased and we've kept up with population increase, but the core number has not changed. So that's a problem. Okay, Monday, we had a kickoff meeting of Clear Aqua, the water coin for the world. And I am going to play you. Uh, you're gonna get a little, um, you'll be getting a fly on the wall for this meeting, okay? This is what's so cool about a Zoom's meeting, Zoom meetings, but this is an excerpt, it's a short one, but it'll give you a sense. So I'm gonna switch over now to um, the thumbnail mode. Here we go. And let's rock. Oh, okay, over to you. From my end, just you, we're really excited to get, to get started, um, you know, how, the way we we've got it uh, planned out, we're going to be working on the white paper for the next uh, two weeks, and when, once we get that going, you know, start building out the the token itself and building out the the websites. So just you know, pulling back thirty thousand feet, this is the basic concept, the, the mission of this is understood, um, and of course the proposals bubble up, and now we got a bunch of proposals which then can be put out in some way to, you know, even people like charity.org and stuff like that. So what well, we are going to tie together with these people. So if Charity Water can fund a water project in Chad, it's not just, the right-hand side is not just dollar H2O. It's also, you know, kind of everybody, the planet, right? The, the mission is to identify problems and put together proposals. Giving emphasis on, you know, people really, really, feeling so strongly about the project that they're willing to put more more tokens behind it if you vote with your money then <laughs> you're putting skin yeah. in the game <laughs> that's right we're going to move as quickly as possible with this we've actually got a meeting with uh you know with a, a contact we have that's uh, an expert in tokenomics and we're going to be working closely with him building this uh white paper out and we want to get everything you know just perfect, uh, so so we can we can have it set to go as far as functionalities and from the legal side, so we can move forward. Yeah, it is a utility token, meaning it's not for investment, and it is meant for people to earn money. It's it's a way for them to be to find that basically you know they can it can be modest, right? Like what when I when I stake my theta, when theta starts robbing my 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 bandwidth, it's not I don't get a lot of money out of it, but 
it yeah. clearly makes a utility. But it has, yeah, it has to be utility. Yeah, Rick, so the, 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 the purpose of this meeting was to tell you that we're starting today, all heads on, or that we're excited. You have a timeline that we're going to uh, stick to and uh, to define specifics that, if, I mean, typically in projects, we do either a weekly demo or a bi-weekly demo. We have to define your, your, the customer expectations mm-hmm. under, the, under the agile methodology that we follow. So um, it was just to define the rules of engagement of this of this relationship and making sure that everything is flowing on the go. It's nice to meet Rick. If he wants to provide f- feedback or input, uh, it's welcome. Um, uh, so that's the purpose of this meeting, to, just to kick it off officially. Good. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you very much. I'm very excited, and uh, I will um, I will keep close track. Thank you. Thank you. So that's that's the progress there. Now I'm going to interrupt um, this uh, transmission to give you an update. From um, I just received something from. Um, our good friend, Ivan Ans of Philanthropic Investors. Um, so he says, and this has literally just been posted here. Um, number one, Origin Clear was highlighted in one of the top family a legacy passing podcasts in the world. Uh, so, you know, this is where they figure out how to do estate planning, basically. That's going to broadcast in October. We got the first official investor in Argentina and the second one in Latin America. Um, we received uh, an offer and reserve deposit for our real estate pilot. Yes, so that's uh, continuing efforts. Uh, we rely on philanthropic investors to broaden our international network, and they are certainly doing that for us. And I love that we ended up being in a in a very important uh, family, um, you know, family office estate planning type um, um, podcast. Right, that's super cool. All right, so. Um, I'm being sent a link. Oh. Ah, I understand now. All right. <laughs> okay, seconds of silence, not good. But here's what happened is um, we we do have a video we'll be playing shortly, uh, but let me get back to the um, actual show. All right, so back to share. And by the way, the, um, the gentleman who's bald like me with the head- headset was Ricardo Garcia. He's our advisor for um, uh, crypto. Um, basically, he's a uh, senior uh, program uh, engineer over at uh, Red Hat, and he's working with us on to coordinate things from our end because I don't pretend to be a technical guy. Um, and on the other side, the three gentlemen you saw there are from Baja Technologies. They are based in the U.S. in Mexico, but but primarily the development is happening in Cordoba, Argentina, which is a fantastic. Um, a development center, very well known. 
JRW says he likes my jacket. Well, thank you for that. Okay, now I'm going to pull up. Uh, I did a video earlier on, a Zoom with Ken, and this is the raw thing. So here it is. Um, I'm going to flip over and uh, play it. And I'm going to switch the share again to where it is uh, optimized. And it's meant to be pretty up for the, the uh, briefing replay. You're seeing the rough stuff. And I uh, thank you for your patience. All right, um, a reshare with optimization for video. And here's my discussion earlier on with Ken. So Ken, did you survive Las Vegas? What have you left there? Um, about a year of my life. Between, you know, yeah, between, between, yeah, between like 12 planes and planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, I'm buying stock in, uh, is it Uber public? Oh yeah. Yeah, I need to buy Uber because I'm supporting the company. I wish it was fun. Uh, <laughs> um, Vegas was, all right, so, here, here's the thing. It's funny because the conference really did have pretty good attendance. Traditionally, they have 3,000 people, but you know, in COVID, they were expecting 800. We had about 1,300 people, uh, which is quite a bit. And then you go out into the street of Vegas, you, the streets like literally Las Vegas Strip, it, it's, it's dead. It's empty. Oh, God. Uh, Manuel and I were able to walk into the Bellagio, walk to the top sushi place, which I sent, sent you pictures of. Yeah. I sent you pictures of my sushi. And uh, we just think we're like, yeah, can we get a table? Like, sure, we got like six of them. So um, yeah, it's, they're hurting, they're hurting. You know, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not ideal. And they weren't nice people before. So I guess, whatever. <laughs> Karma, karma's a bitch, but- Humility comes from, get, you know, from humbling experiences. That's so true. So um, your experience at the money show. I met, uh god i mean I, dozens and dozens of uh, interested investors it's funny um this was not normally our venue you know you have the guys that have been going they, they, you know they basically do four money shows a year and they do every money show so it's interesting you know we, we, we had a couple of rookie couple of rookie mistakes um you know where we put the sign and you know i let some guys and where was the hot model babe I didn't get right. I didn't hire a girl. Well, you know what? Never mind. Continue. Uh, I am a married man, and you know my wife would be. I take pictures of the because she got. She'd be like, "Who's that?" Like, <laughs> I don't know. We just met her. That would go great. You know. Yeah, right. Um, we had no. We hired her. We, we hired her in Vegas. <laughs> That's fine. Um, um. So yeah. So yeah. So the other thing that that's interesting is is that um, everybody no matter what they were dealing in, talked about this nuclear bomb that's ticking. Uh, we had Wayne Allen Root. We had, right, so we had Stephen Moore from Fox News. He came in, he was a keynote speaker. And you spoke he, to him? Spoke to him, yeah. Took, uh, took a picture with him, uh, shook hands with him. He said he'd come by the, the, uh, the show. I don't know if he did my, my particular presentation. I don't know if he made it or not. But um, he, you know, he spoke, uh, Wayne Allen Root, uh, spoke. Uh, we had, um, I think Steve Forbes showed up. I don't know if he spoke, but there was a common theme. 
this impending nuclear bomb that's going off with what, what the Fed is doing with the dollar. Numerous companies embracing cryptocurrency. Um, Mr. Moore, Steve told me that he was he just joined the board of a cryptocurrency. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, and this is a man in his 60s who, you know, was kind of traditional Wall Street, right? Until, you know, yesterday. And, you know, all of a sudden he's, you know, kind of buying in on the idea that, you know, maybe we do need an alternative to what the Fed tells us is money. You know what I mean? And that's really, it literally is, here. we're telling you what's money. You just believe us. We're the government, you know? And I think, I think that there's a, um, there's a common thing among investors right now that are very, very worried about asset investing. They're worried about, I got numerous complaints, not complaints, more concerns, commercial real estate, mm -hmm. um, oil and gas. I'll give you an example. There's a guy there. He says he's killing it. He has people giving him gigantic swaths of land with oil and gas wells on them. Just give. So the people that own these properties are in their 80s and they're aging out and they're leaving them to widows and so on and so forth. And they don't want them. Um, they're not able to produce on them. So he's essentially taking them. He's got the expertise and the mechanical know-how to get these get these gas wells uh, running to provide income for these folks on the property they live on. But oil and gas, commercial real estate, a big concern in, in the general, you know, everyone who spoke about it, we had Wayne Allen Root, I mean, hard selling gold. You know, you got to buy gold, you got to buy gold, you got to buy gold. Um, he's predicting, you know, I, I think he's wrong about the market crashing. I think there'll be a small correction, but I think it funds too much of taxpayer no, no, I, I, I agree that it's not so much a crash as just continued dilution of the dollar, basically, right? Correct. Correct. And the thing about gold, as I've, you know, gold is, is, is a safe haven. Everyone should have gold, of course, but it's not a growth. It's not a high growth vehicle, right? No. Um, and, and so that's where, I mean, how does our particular water- Freeze dried money. Okay. You know what I mean? In other words, um, uh, $1,000 worth of gold. Uh, so in other words, 30, uh, an ounce of gold um, 40 years ago will buy in today's dollars what it bought in 1965 dollars, yep, right? Yep. So it, did it grow in value or just did our, did our currency just get smashed, right? Um, so that's what I call freeze-dried money. But um, you know, the, the other thing, so again, continue what you were saying. About no, so so I was, what I was getting at is our now, Water as an asset, our offering, how investors can grow their 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 investment using this our particular growth model. How does that play alongside these other ones? Right. So um, the the asset investors that I spoke to were very skittish. They were skittish about what they were in. You know, they, they look. It was it's we don't know each other yet, so there wasn't a whole lot of reveal there. But they demonstrated the curiosity of looking for alternatives in mm -hmm. in the asset class. When I discussed the offering itself, um, they were really amazed at how creative we were um, and the fact that we're incorporating cryptocurrency as, as kind of an overlay, to not just to our model, but to our financial instrument, right? That was super attractive. Um, and I had people, it's funny, people that I've never spoken to before, people I only spoke to for a moment or two. Um, they asked a couple of and questions. And I want to make it clear that the overlay is not a security. It is a utility token that is no investment value. 
continue. <laughs> exactly. What he said. Um, but um, I meant as a, as a, as I meant it in using the cryptocurrency as a mechanism for uh, uh, acceleration. And that's what I, that's what they found truly fascinating. I, I wasn't talking about a financial vehicle. I was talking about. Oh, a, I get it. Okay, an accelerator vehicle. So, um, and so many people got it. You know, they said, "Look, uh, you know, this has been." And I talk about this has been done before. Amazon did. It took took fifteen years. Uh, Netflix did. It took fifteen years. So the fact that the, it's now a well worn path could cut our time to disruption significantly. But adding a potential accelerator mm. could put this thing in terms of years not decades. And that was really exciting. I had people that had never spoken to us before, knew nothing about us. When I started talking about the model, they were able to complete some of my sentences for me because it makes so much sense, right? It's just common sense. And they go, how come no one's ever thought about that before? And I said, I think, I think basically someone had to just say, we want to do it different and not come up against, well, you can't. Right. Right. I think someone probably has had an idea or two that was told, well, you can't do it. That's not the way we do it. And they they took that as they took yes for an answer or they took no for an answer. Um, fortunately, we don't listen to anybody. Um, and that, you know, that works. Plus, it's, plus, we change so fast. People don't know what we got. So they can't say no. That's true. That's true. And, and but like, having said that, we've we've I think, you know, we've frozen our model and we're now we have this this uh, four level stack, basic engineering solutions. And, you know. Um, I just, you know, today I got this number out of uh, uh, Mark Stevens in, in, in Texas. Um, we are, as of today, we're up. News? Are you going to break news? Yes, sir. Live? Well, quasi live? No, this is booked sales today. Booked sales. $9.4 million. Uh, today, last year, same time, $3.4 million. Now, book sales oh, is book sales. You still I have know. to deliver. But it's an amazing indicator. So that first level is rocking. Second level modular water systems. Um, I don't know if you heard about this. There's literally a, a housing development in McKinney that is expanding so much they have they can't do sewage anymore. They have to have their own facility. This is what we've been saying all along. So modular water systems has taken off like crazy. Uh, looks like they had another potentially another million dollar month in in book sales. Now that may be part of that. Uh, number I just gave you, so I don't want to. It might be it might cross over to PWT. Yeah, okay. yeah, totally. And then, but then, but it, but it's it's the what's great about modular water systems. It's not custom. It's it's prefab. Um, we launched that that Ponster last week, etc. The third level, water on demand, which is where people don't have to pay for machine up front. We it, we go from selling to blessing. We bless you with a system. Here you go, and they pay by the gallon. That not only liberates them, but also creates assets for us because we continue to own these and that eventually sends us to the NASDAQ. And the final piece, of course, is this crypto, which is my personal project that, you know, there's a video in this briefing where literally the kickoff, we have some excerpts from the kickoff. It's kind of cool. So what I was getting at with this four level stack here is, are we potentially looking at a unicorn? You know, it's funny. You, 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 so I, I didn't, I forgot to tell you one of the, um, one of the uh, potential investors I spoke to, Indian gentleman, um, he's already kind of active in crypto. Mm -hmm. He came over to me because the sign says, you know, water 2.0, cryptocurrency. He goes, what the hell does water have to do with crypto? I said, well, I'm glad you asked. Um, and, 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 by the, and he was the guy that was finishing my sentences for me by the time I got like halfway through. So he totally got it. But um, 
I basically talked to him about this $300 million group of, of, of SPVs that would form almost like a fund, almost like a SPAC like fund. And I said, and the idea was to keep, you know, 299 million of that as assets. So um, he, he said to me, he goes, you know, so you guys basically are taking a really old business and making it into a, like a unicorn growth play. You guys can be a unicorn. And so at that moment, I was like, well, that's cool. And then you sent me like, it was so creepy. You sent the email like that day or the next day about origin clear. And I said, did I talk to him about this? I'm like, I don't think I did. So, <laughs> no, it was he's not the droids you're looking <laughs> for. Right, right, right. I didn't know maybe he was a shill you sent in to talk to me. Yeah, that's what I do. That's because I have the time. But listen, that's really exciting. So um, you're, you're going to tonight, well, we might or might not see you. This is why we're pre-recording this because you're doing uh, Cub Scouts with your kid, uh, shooting off BB guns. Woohoo. Yes. That should be fun. You're going to take your eye out with that kid. Yeah, that's why we, get, we wear glasses. Right. <laughs> that's a Christmas story reference. Never mind. It's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, Home Alone? No. Christmas story. Um, the kid who wanted the Red Rider wagon, the Red Rider with the, with the, the he had the Dakota ring. You're yeah, going to shoot your eye yeah, out, kid. You're going to shoot your eye out, kid. You know, okay. You had to yeah, grow yeah, up yeah. In the 80s. You had to grow up in the 80s. Well, I, I was, uh, I'm considerably older than you, my friend. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thank you. Welcome back. Very well done. I hear you're killing it this week. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you know, we're, 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 we're running. I haven't left my desk. Um, they're going to start sending food up to me. Nice. No, I mean, it's literally, it's literally been stacked one after the other where I have to get off on the, at the end of the call because I have another one going. It's great. It's really busy. That's a wonderful thing, my friend. Uh, you, I know you have a, another call shortly, so I'll let you go. If you're Thank here, you. if, if you're there tonight, you'll see yourself on TV. If okay. not, then you'll see the replay. All right. Thank you. Good night, folks. Take care. Davis says, thank you. You are doing a great job for our society. So thank you for that. Um, no, it was, a lot was learned. It's really so strange that this guy comes up with the unicorn idea at the show. And then separately, I'm like, well, what if we became a unicorn? And yeah, it's, it's a jump. I'm not going to say it's like, oh yeah, no problem. It's not something I'm minimizing. It's a very long, it's a tough pull, but it's a hundred X. It's not a thousand or 20,000 X, right? It's a hundred X. So it is within, um, view at least it's a, it's a possibility okay so i just want to disclaim that because i don't want to say you told me you were going to be a unicorn well i do believe we will be but again it's one of those things where um i would not want to minimize it okay so let's take a look at what else we got here oh we filed the second quarter um 10q today the uh, quarterly filing was filed uh it was late as I told you, it was not as late as the last one, but um, it was nonetheless late. And we are um, uh, being assured by all concerned that Q3 will be um, in good shape. In fact, the auditors told me that they felt that um, these last two filings in terms of quality have been the best they've seen yet. Uh, Q1 was good, but Q this Q2 one was really excellent for the whole team. Um, you know, Eric Sandler as controller, uh, Gwen Duffy as outside accountant, Prasad as CFO, and of course the auditors themselves. It was just the quality of the filing was excellent. And I was very happy to hear that. 
um, we will be making sure we're on time from now on. Okay. And Keith, rock on. Ivan, go Prasad, right on. So anyway, everybody's working really well. Now I'm gonna give you the quick snapshot of what these numbers were, all right? So, um, The three and six months year over year is, is not really uh, improved. Um, the, 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 essentially the first half of the year compared to last year, first half was essentially down. Now, um, this will be published on the website. Don't feel you have to like raise your eyes over and I'm not gonna go over it in great detail, um, but essentially the, there were, um, you know, cost of sales did decrease, gross profit increased, loss from operations did increase. Um, um, so the three months looked uh, to a certain extent better, but this is not a great, we did not fully recover in the first half of this year. That much is clear from last year. However, here's what's interesting. Q2 versus Q1, Revenue increased by 17%, so that was excellent. So essentially, uh, the, the, we had a slow start in the year, and so that's what we were overcoming. Um, and gross profit increased by 69%, so that was good. Um, and we had uh, loss from operation increase, and that's really because that does not come, I wanna say this, Texas always, it, 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 it is never negative. What, what the, the expenses you see here are the ones to develop the new programs, the water demand, the cryptocurrency, et cetera, all these things that we're working on. Um, the actual um, work on the ground is, well, they, they, they always um, come out ahead. So that's not, not um, reflective of what happens in McKinney, Texas. Now, Q3, let's take a look, look at what's going on on Q3. As of today, I got this report from Mark Stevens. Um, 2020, on the 16th of September, 2020, we were at 3.4 million, which basically we ended up at 4 million for the year, um, roughly. Now we are $9.4 million so far. Now, this is neither cash nor revenue. Remember, a big chunk of it is that $5 million deal that we got. Um, but even throwing that out, we're still... Um, almost a million dollars ahead. So even throwing out the $5 million deal. Um, so just remember that we, we don't, this is not going to increase by that much this year, I don't think, um, because it takes, I mean, that $5 million deal is gonna take two years to deliver, it's three power plants, right? But it, it is a great indication of how well the, um, the system is going. So um, that's my report for the day. Um, and Ken, you were just uh, listening to Ken. He is really on fire. Uh, he's doing a great job. He, we have programs that invest, like this is a great survey says, we went to the money show, we presented you know, alongside 20 other companies to people who were wandering the halls and they loved the format and the offering was just so clever for the investors. So, so as to minimize the possibility that the investor on the downside will lose money and then maximize their upside. So we got a good vote there. Schedule a call, just uh, type in oc.goal slash Ken uh, in your browser and schedule a call. He is wall to wall, but he is there for you. All right. And then finally, 
there is a survey at the end and we really, really listen to these surveys. We look at what you have to say. And this is your chance to say, hey, dude, um, you know, this is what I care about. This is what I want. Da, 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 da. So um, spend a few moments, if you wouldn't mind, uh, filling out the post-Zoom survey. So um, that's pretty much it. Um, now, we had a full commissioning. Remember last week I showed you a first look of the Ponster in Troy, Alabama. Well, now, next week, um, we expect to do an announcement of it and coverage and so forth, but there will be a video, a killer video, with um, people being interviewed on the ground and all that good stuff. So it's, just, it's, it's gonna be a blast. I think you'll, you'll enjoy it. So do join us next week. Um, thank you everyone for, for hanging around. There were a few missteps, um, but we survived them. So uh, I, I would like to wish you a happy weekend and uh, stay safe, um, stay healthy, stick around for us because you do matter. And we love you all for your support of our mission. Thank you. I'm going to go stop the video now so that the interpretation can catch up. And then I'm going to tune out. Have a good night.